0: Good morning, my friends. It's some people's kids. Youth pastors staying hydrated with other youth pastors. It's a man eating much. And no, no, no. My wife is not here. Andrew's back. They're so disappointed. I don't know how I feel about it either.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you guys are very disappointed. (laughs) Shout out to Jess. She did amazing. That was so fun. Amazing. It it never felt... More organized.
0: <laughs> we still Let's got th- so off track. <laughs> you but guys got. We straight, found out it's I my loved, fault. Yeah, my fault. I'm the one that always distracts. Us. I don't
1: help you. I embrace it. And she was like, a couple times, I could tell she was like, "Dude, we're trying to say something good here."
0: <laughs> and you, you're commenting yeah. when you don't need to. <laughs> she was awesome. We got like a little insight into
1: what your family life is like.
0: Yeah, they. And it was funny because so Jess and I had that, like we talked about how uh, communication within the household. Yeah. And then Jess and I later that week had a miscommunication and we had to work through. And so I was listening to the podcast. And I'm like, that was a positive rendition of what we had to do. And yeah. I just had to do a negative <laughs> rendition of the same thing. And <laughs> yeah. so we are just learning, you know, we're
1: always growing. Yeah. We're always like. Everything changes that. when you put a microphone in someone's face. The way they say it, whatever, it just changes. It was, no, it was she really did funny. awesome. She did great. That, that was very uh, encouraging, and and probably more so because uh, one of us could easily be replaced on this.
0: It, yeah, that's very, very much. She, so.
1: she she has a lot more to offer than we do.
0: I think about that in in youth ministry often. That I think that Jess should be in charge and not me. Some, but then I have a, I could be the face, and she just tells me what to do.
1: Yeah, I hope. But that, that goes when,
0: back to like some Adam and Eve kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't,
1: well, I, you know, as, as you were saying it, I, as you guys were doing, as I was listening to the show, which is what I'm trying to say. As I was listening to it, I was like, man, I I bet there's some people out there who are really encouraged by what yeah. some young couples who are in ministry. I mean, we're, I guess you could say we are young couples, but, uh, who are, are ministry that com- we are, we are uh, young, young <laughs> in couples. We're a couple of couples. young couples. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what we're trying to say. <laughs> Anyways, I, I just remember, uh, one of my interns, she married uh, a guy and they became, he became the youth pastor at a church. Um, shout out Ben and Catherine and, uh, down in Alabama and, uh, that was one of the big conversations is what does it look like to be a couple in ministry together? And I loved what you guys said, you know, talking about the idea of, man, here's this idea Jess has, you're trying to process that, the insecurity of making changes. And because one thing you want to be really careful, careful of is not coming home to another staff meeting. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think I've seen you in Jess dialogue and Camille and I've dialogued and I think our wives are very mindful of that, of the pressures you can feel and so I hope you know anyone out there listening felt really encouraged by that. Well and you haven't it's heard
0: the, the next episode, because at the time of this recording the the we record on Wednesdays, we record two episodes at a time. Um, but then the episode that comes out on Thursday you haven't heard yet, which is Jess and I talking about how how does how do you lead a women's small group? Yeah. A, a young ladies small group. And so that's I'm excited to uh for your well you guys now that you're hearing this episode, you've already heard it. <laughs> yeah. so
1: You've heard it, but you had not heard it yet. It's when weird we're recording being, this. Re-
0: when we're recording, because it's like we would like to respond to that one too, but we haven't had time to. <laughs> yeah. We're always
1: a week ahead in our recording.
0: Yeah which is going to make things interesting later on. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, This is our last episode. (laughs) 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 This isn't our last episode. (laughs) This isn't. (laughs) Not yet. Um, (laughs) We will eventually be taking a break, friends, uh, for the Christmas time and New Year's, but we will be coming back. So stay tuned. We'll give more information as we get closer to the holiday seasons. Um, But, uh, yeah, keep sharing these episodes with your friends. Keep spreading the word of some people's kids. And thank you for loving Yeah, us. leave comments. Leave, uh, leave reviews. What are we talking about today? You came back fresh. Fresh, revived. ready to go
1: back to bed. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was sick. Again, that's another reason why Jess filled in. Thanks so much, Jess. I was sick. Um, I, I did catch COVID. That was... Oh, well, lucky you. Oh Man, caught it. Uh, but I got through it pretty, pretty well actually. So, um, I came back thinking, oh man, in like two months I have a retreat. (laughs) 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 Oh no. Uh, with, with our good friend, Jason Brownlee, Jason Brownlee, he was on, if you hadn't listened to the interview with Jason Brownlee or the, uh, the episode about making talks, go listen to that. Uh, those, they were awesome. He did great. But Jason Brownlee, youth pastor in Post Falls, Idaho at his place, church, um, him and I have done a retreat together since we both started in youth ministry, uh, and so we we have that coming up in February. We do it Presidents' Day weekend, and um, one of our biggest events of the year, um, not necessarily numbers wise, actually, well, yeah, it's pretty big numbers wise, but big in the sense well, of big in of the sense of prep time, prep time, but also big in the sense of just impact. Like I think yeah, impact yeah, is you're. one of the biggest things. So uh, our our re- our retreat is called Grow. Um, and so we, that's what we try to do with the kids. We try to get them to grow. I met Jason
0: because of grow.
1: Yeah. You came and spoke at grow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You were like, I know a guy. I know a guy
1: who can really keep the kids entertained when they're trying to fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) It's really great with bedtime (laughs) stories. Not Adam Sandler, (laughs) not Adam Sandler, though. I think you and Adam Sandler would get along.
0: We probably would have great conversations. You
1: guys would be, you guys would make.
0: I my aim in movies. life is to be all things to all people, and I think that if I can have a great con- if I can have a conversation with anybody, it's going to be fun. Yeah, that's why if I could have a superpower, I would want the superpower of just instantaneously knowing every language, so I could speak to everybody.
1: That's not where I thought you were going. I thought you were going with the superpower of every conversation would be entertaining.
0: No, that's that would be a minor conversation. That would be a minor power.
1: My yeah, w- would it? Have you ever
0: okay okay, okay.
1: had conversations yeah, yeah, yeah. with people where it's like this is going nowhere? <laughs> like but these if you, conversations. <laughs> yeah no this is going somewhere. <laughs> but if you had the superpower to be like every conversation was good.
0: Yeah. That's yeah yeah yeah.
1: Like every conversation was enjoyable and good and maybe impactful. Mm. Th- I, that could be that. That's a superpower I've never thought of. Yeah. Because I've I've met people who can do that talk with anybody. It's kind of a superpower.
0: I'm That's not. Crazy. I'm
1: not always that guy. Oh, are you yawning? Are we I, putting you to sleep? We're I went to you bed to at eight o'clock, and, and I'm still exhausted. I'm yeah, still I don't exhausted. Know what's wrong with if me. you've stuck into this episode in the first seven minutes, you're an incredible person. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. You
0: are great. Uh, you, so I got done with what I think retreats. They're powerful. They're effective. There is so much prep work you need to do beforehand. There is so much you need to think through detail wise. Yeah. And so we're on this is gonna be part one um we're gonna refrain from doing part two until Andrew gets back from his retreat yep um then it's we're a going counseling to talk, session yep, yep we're gonna talk about that so uh so i
1: think I think the first question we have to ask and answer when you're thinking of retreats is why do retreats mm-hmm. why why would we take seventy two hours of a month and it to retreats so so how do you answer that question ian how do you answer because i think when you get to the why then all the then it explains why all the prep has to happen how come we do the prep the prep helps us accomplish the why so why why does south side youth ministry do
0: yeah we do retreats. so our retreat fun dang go is our fall retreat uh we do that because it's our one of our most evangelistic events of the of our calendar. Um this is the time a lot of students are inviting their friends and their friends are free to come. And so we we have a an event where they come out, we go camping up at uh Clearwater Lodge, at Camp Spalding. Shout out to my friends up there. And uh we've had such a great time up there. They've got great accommodations, they've got great the food is absolutely fan freaking fantastic. I tell you yeah. what but uh and they're they're very accommodating to our needs and and to help us do ministry well um and it's absolutely gorgeous up there uh and we've we've enjoyed the ability to um we we run them ragged so our goal is to bring kids to Jesus yeah like we go up there with the intent of having kids come to Christ that is the full. That's the that's the vision. That's the extent. In our no grow show, we come to you know Southside Youth Groups here for three reasons. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We want to know Jesus, grow Jesus, show Jesus. Know Jesus is the main focus of the fundango, um, our fall retreat. So then we, when we have a guest speaker come in, that is so that uh, he he or she can be focused on. Uh, the talk, making that effective and having kids come into a relationship with Christ. We have an event at, at night, on the Saturday night, called our fight night. And that fight night is t- uh, two students give their testimonies as well as the speaker. And there's also extended worship with the full impact, the full focus of fighting for people's salvation. So, And, and a lot of kids will come to Christ. And we just know at this point... That kids will come to Jesus on that night. Right. Right. This last, uh, so we had Fundango recently in November, and uh, the first weekend of November, and we had seven kids come to Christ. Right. And That's awesome. Originally, we thought we only had about four, and then there was three people who just didn't to say anything at the time, <laughs> but they because they were afraid to say it or like you know raise their hand so I could see it. Everybody's closing their eyes. I'm like, hey, just raise your hand so I can tell. Yeah. And uh, we can have a moment. But then they, they were just, I don't want to raise my hand. I don't. Raise.
1: I'm gonna have everyone close their eyes. I'm gonna keep mine open so you raise your hands and feel comfortable for me to go tell everybody that you raise your hand. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I don't wanna tell everyone. I'm just gonna to explain to the leaders, hey, you got a, you got one. Yeah. Like, I can
1: tell you who it is, but you got one. You got one.
0: <laughs> um, so then uh but they went and told their leader, which was wonderful. Um and then so that way, we the whole that's the whole purpose. That's the whole purpose is to hook kids into a relationship with Christ, so that we can then continue to grow them throughout the season and have them coming to Southside Youth Group on a regular Monday night basis. Yeah, but that's kind of like our our purpose statement of Fundango is come to know Christ.
1: Yeah, see, and and that that's the beauty of retreats is I think you can you have to know your group to know kind of what the why is. ours is really for discipleship. We we have an evangelistic bend, you know, on our Sunday nights when we have youth ministry. But we also have our retreat time where we where we look at it as, man, we're we're going to proclaim the gospel. We're we're going to call kids to salvation. But we also want this to be an opportunity where the kids that we spend time with week in and week out are getting even more uh, a closer proximity to their leaders. And so a lot of discipleship because I've been to yours. I spoke at Fundango, and you came and spoke at Grow, and they're two kind of different retreats. Yeah, like your yours has a lot of programming and energy, and and because that's you, that's how you're wired. Which is yeah, it, know that about yourself. Like know that hey, you know Ian is really good at programming and skits and high energy. I'm a little bit more wired to be a little more chill, and you know we're gonna. Sit around and play card board games and stuff like that. So, the retreats kind of embody the leader, kind of who's who's running it, which is great. That's why your kids go to your group because they enjoy the uh, aspect about you. But retreat for us is very much like, hey, we're going to have our talks, our you know three or four talks throughout the weekend. They're going to be geared towards the gospel, but they're going to be. We try to balance the idea of evangelism along with discipleship. And and a lot of times those just get married together, which is really good. And then we have small group time out of that. And then we have a lot of, we have a lot of free time at ours. You know, the, 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 um, bear paw camp was where we've gone for a long time. They have a, a pretty cool rec center, uh, with, you know, uh, pool table and ping pong tables and a bunch of different other things too. And so the kids go play there. We also take them skiing up at 49 degrees North, Uh, We take them to like a YMCA. It's called the Canvas Center, I think, out there. And so we go there, but a a lot of it's centered around discipleship time. I mean, we we have, you know, roughly around the same, usually anywhere between three to five kids come to know the Lord each year. And and, and a lot of it always has to do with you get that time where you're laying in the bunk, you as a leader are tired, you're wanting to go to sleep, but a kid is ready to talk. He's finally oh, yeah. ready to talk. And I remember, all the time. I remember one of the kids, um, I got the opportunity to to walk with them as as they came to know the Lord. And we were laying down our bunk and they, there was four of us in there. And the other two had fallen asleep and it was just him and I awake. And he just started asking questions. He just started asking questions. And, and we started talking and, and we started talking about the gospel and what it meant to repent, what it meant to trust in Christ Jesus, what it meant to follow him. And he was like... I want to do this.
0: It feels like so. A lot of times at these different retreats, there is opportunity, and that is all that we're casting is opportunity.
1: Yeah. I mean, if, if you think about it, the more you're around someone or something, the more opportunity you have for impact, right? Yeah. So you get, I mean, everyone goes, well, you get like an hour and a half, to two hours a week with the kids. Yeah, kind of. You get an hour and a half to two hours a week with the kids in a room, in an area. But how much time do you actually get with that single kid? You don't get a whole lot because you've got...
0: You have to make as, effort outside of As a youth pastor, youth. you've
1: got, you know, 50, anywhere from 20 to 60 other kids, or depending on the size of your group, that you're trying to see and engage with quickly. But as a leader, you're also like, I've, only, I've got maybe 10 kids in this two and a half hour, in this two-hour window. But you go on retreat, now I've got minus sleep, which you minimal. Uh you've got <laughs> seventy two hours. Retreats. You got forty eight to seventy two hours to where you're saying, Hey, I, I got an opportunity to sit with this kid for an hour over lunch or an hour over breakfast, or we went on a walk, or we went and while we were skiing, we spent time together, and so on and so forth. So you you get more opportunities to spend maybe eight hours in a weekend with kid one-on-one
0: yeah a typical retreat is like a weekend and that's so something that we do too is we do a a grow retreat kind of like a discipleship focused retreat but that is through again camp spalding yep and but they so it's during their summer program they have something called service crew yeah and so we go out there and service crew the service crew essentially is cleaning dishes serving food cleaning toilets cleaning the environment and then we also study what is it like to uh to to focus on service yeah and it's a it's a huge event those who i invite students to that event that's not like a free sign up event it's like hey i see potential in you and you're a hard worker and you are a faithful available teachable student i want you to get in here and i want you to go to this event it's free so there's no cost for to Southside to go to this event and so we go there and it's a week long saturday to sunday And it, or Sunday to Saturday. And it is a huge, that event is not only extremely exhausting, but multiple opportunities for discipleship and one-on-one time with students to, to draw them. And that's when like, it's like Thursday is the hard day, hardest day because it's, you're over halfway, but you're so tired. You've learned the system. You're exhausted. And, but the, it's when those hard questions start being asked. Yeah. We've been working hard all week. Let's now, like, and that, that's, like, again, it comes to fruit. Like, uh, we were talking about, like, uh, a few weeks ago. Everything you do needs to be addressed by, like, is this retreat worth doing? You can always try the retreat out. Was fruit coming from it? How can I adjust it to make more fruit? Yep. Sometimes you might have to cut something. We've cut a multiple things from our program that yeah. we used to do that were retreats that uh just because they did not produce fruit.
1: Right. Yeah, you're always you're always analyzing and measuring is the energy put into this so are we seeing results? And sometimes the answer is no. And yeah. and, and you e- you either then go okay, well then we're going to cut this or change how we do it. We change how we do it. Um here here here's a question I think a lot of youth ministries wrestle with when it comes to retreats. Do you allow kids to bring their cell phones?
0: Ooh Fundango this year, I decided to let kids bring their f- cell phones. But I said, you will not use your cell phone until you get, until it's like there's free time. Hmm. Um, but then you're missing out on opportunities. Yeah. We have enough stuff going on. But yeah. like, especially for some kids, like that phone is like a safety blanket. Yeah. They want to be able to text mom or dad. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I've told them like, if you need to call mom or dad, you come talk to me. Yeah um i specifically this year had a student who was so addicted to their phone that it was like maybe i should have said something yeah maybe i should have not had phones. so i'm still working through what i want to do with that because a lot again there's a lot of students who like use their phones to to listen to music while they fall asleep yeah i don't care about that and yeah. like like so a lot of times it's like i think ne- this and i'm still working through this but i think for next next fandango it's going to be Every leader will get like a box that they you so when you check in, you give your phone to your leader, and if you need it, you're gonna ask your leader for it. Yeah, and then the leader's gonna determine well we got stuff going on or it's like hey it's free time there's other things to do, but at night do you need your phone or if you need to call your mom then then you have to ask your student ask your leader so the leader's informed that something's going on. Yeah, because there was a few times where it's like a student wanted to leave and it's like well. All right, you can go call your mom. Yeah. If they want to drive out here and come get you, they, they did spend money for you to come out here, but that's going to yeah. be your mom's choice. Yeah. Because, again, it's an ev- evangelistic event, and I don't want yeah. them to, like, feel locked in. Yeah. You have to stay. What about you? No. What do you do?
1: We're we're actually pretty strong, no. Uh, and and mostly because we've, again, we, we don't always have a lot of n- new faces that come to our retreat in the sense of those kids... If we have new kids, they're usually invited by a friend, and they have they, they they've known about the about the retreat for some time. So we're strong, though, because a couple things that we've noticed is parents really, the, in 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 our context, really support the weekend without the phones. They do not support a week without the phone. Yeah. So like we had a moment where we went to Chicago a couple years ago, and we wanted to go no phones. And the parents were not having it. Yeah. They were like, no, our kids will have the phones. Um, and so, but the weekend they're like, oh yeah, we don't want the kid to have the phone. We want them to learn to disconnect. And what we've noticed is kind of like what you were saying is the yeah, there's kids who listen to music. They use them as alarms. But I've noticed a lot of times that it's the kids that tend to always be on the phones at night when they're going to bed or the kids that are on phones when they're like on the bus are the kids that actually connect the most when they don't have it because they're, they're forced to for the first time to be like okay i'm around this bus i don't have snapchat i don't have instagram i don't have i gotta i gotta talk yeah, i gotta engage you're
0: forced to engage and
1: so and 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 set you know barely 72 hours and i've noticed that there's a lot of kids like now because it's such a such a precedent such a tone setter that we don't allow you to bring your phone the kids don't even fight anymore that's good like they don't they're like oh yeah we, we don't even bring it we know no I and like so- that
0: I, and I think I think I I think what I might do next um next ser, next season is might I might just do that I think like no phones because what I do for other events is like like for our for our service crew they don't I'm like you can have your phone but I better not see it yeah. Like, and if you need to know, the best part is about Camp Spaulding is there's just no service. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you get like, a point it, where it's it had, like, it's pointless. A, it takes a veteran who knows the camp to know yeah. the different places where there is service. Yeah. And so, like, if you need to get a hold of your parents, then just come talk to me. Yeah. Because then uh, we might be able to dialogue. Well, Why are you calling your parents?
1: Yeah, and, and, and that's what we have permission slips for to have your. Parents' phone numbers and, and my uh,
0: phone numbers on every single one of those forms. so that yeah. any the leader parents, if they need to get a hold of me, they can. And, and I guess my phone what? All
1: Your streak on snap will s- not survive. Yeah, good for you. Who
0: cares? Yeah, yeah, it's
1: done, it's dead. That little fire emoji, yeah, it's gone,
0: gone off. Guys, we just skimmed the surface. We didn't
1: talk about speakers. We didn't talk about budgeting. We didn't talk about prep. We didn't talk about prep and lead. We got a lot more to talk. We about We just on
0: this. simply talked about visioning of what is it like to vision a and the effects of visioning on a yeah. retreat. So it's part one of our retreat talks. Retreats
1: over all nighters, <laughs> all the
0: time. <laughs> so guys, thank you guys so much for for listening to Some People's Kids with Ian and Andrew youth pastors it's staying hydrated with other youth pastors it's good to have you back i'm glad you're here jess is way better she was very attractive